the squadron. They called him Bullets, but we call him Greg Kelly. Greg Kelly is on the air on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Uh, Here we go again. Horrible mass shooting. Uh, And the here we go again part is about the media and Democrats just picking up where they left off the last time. We have to talk about assault rifles. We have to talk about an assault weapons ban. Joe Biden and Democrats, uh, those nasty MAGA Republicans, if only they would cooperate, we would have no more school shootings. They are all cowards and phonies. They really are. Gosh, they are. You know what no one is talking about? And where do I get this little tip? I got a tip during a national press conference from the chief of police. All right. First of all, six six people killed, as you know, at that school in Nashville. Three nine-year-old children, beautiful children, sick. Three amazing adults, administrators, a teacher, a janitor there. Just amazing people gone. And it's uh, it's it's a horrible thing. And you would think with that kind of horror on our hands that they would at least be honest with their viewers, with their readers. No, because they have no respect for you or me. They don't. They think you, they can fool you, and they're busy trying to fool everybody. So the shooter, Audrey Hale, 28 years old, killed by police. And oh, by the way, I just saw the body cam footage. Have you seen it? Wow. Uh, these guys... <laughs> Talk about professional. Talk about the opposite of Uvalde when they were just hanging around waiting for, I don't know, who to show up, the FBI. Remember, two and a half hours, they're just standing there. These guys, immediately, you go from the car all the way in, and um, we actually see, well, they're clearing classrooms, and they're yelling, and they're screaming, uh, not in a, a chaotic way. They're actually organized. Do me a favor, turn that around. I want to hear it, okay? Um, and they shoot the shooter. They 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 kill the uh, the school shooter Audrey Hale, and it's just you know it's it's tough to see, but it's also amazing to see. It really is. I mean, you what we're watching is good triumphing over evil, in a way. This this deranged person, and by the way, seriously, I'm deranged. Is that too pejorative? I mean, I'm gonna worry about niceties here. I'm sorry, but. That person's mentally ill by definition because, and here's a little tip I got from the chief of police. Well, I'll play it for everybody. This is a big, big deal. Transgender means that person is mentally ill. It does. It does. There's no stigma anymore, by the way, in mental illness. Lots of people. I've been to a shrink. I've taken this pill, that pill, right? I've done it. Uh, no, no stigma. But transgenderism is uh, gender dysphoria, and it's a disorder. It is a disorder. Dysphoria. Gender dysphoria. I think the American Psychiatric Association recognizes it as such. Now you know it. And where did I get it from? I got it from the Nashville police. Cut 22. Is there any reason to believe that how she identifies is has any motive for talking to school? I, we can give you that at a later time. There is uh, some theory to that. We're investigating all the leads, and once we know exactly, we'll let you know. There is some theory to that. And oh, by the way, before that, he did establish that this individual is transgender. Um, now, everybody's talking about it, right? 
But the media, they've gone dark. All right. They don't want to talk about that. It makes uh, for an uncomfortable narrative for certain members, not all, but for certain members of the uh, trans community, I guess. They don't want to hear that. Uh, that is somehow why. Why not? I don't I mean, why wouldn't you want to have that addressed by the people? Why wouldn't you tell the people? I watched CNN this morning, CNN, their flagship show, nine o'clock. You tune in for the news. Right. And you want to know everything about these cases. Right. I know you're supposed to say, well, I don't want to know anything about the shooter. Well, I th- I'm sorry, but we have to. OK, we have to. We know about the we want to know about the victims. We want to know about the shooter. We want these things to not happen. And there are so many cases. Oh, by the way, this is a this has become a trend, a silent, unrecognized trend. Transgenders doesn't mean all transgender people are bad, right? Of course not. Not all Democrats are bad. Not all MAGA are bad. But we have a spree, a streak of transgender individuals grabbing guns and killing people. I went through about seven examples over the past two years. And yet people like AOC who says this is actually not possible, not possible. It doesn't happen in the trans community. She is a thousand percent wrong. (laughs) Just totally and completely the most famous. This is what she said in the wake of Uvalde, by the way, Uvalde in Texas. Seems like uh, 20 years ago, right? It was last May. Cut 23. We have the radicalization of young men. This is an issue. Um, Young women are not doing this. Young non-binary people are not doing this. Trans people are not doing this. This is an issue that we have. Yeah, uh, that we have, i.e. humanity, okay? (laughs) Everybody. She says that that trans people aren't doing this. So ignorant. She's ignorant about everything. And right there, that's total ignorance. This individual is, uh, is trans, was trans, killed by police, 28 years old. Oh, by the way, I, I have compassion for everybody. I do. I, I, especially the shooters, well, especially the victims and the shooter's family. Nobody raises a kid to do this. Nobody in their wildest dreams would ever want this to happen, right? But our society has become so absurdly uh, trans-obsessed and focused, right? The, the religion of gender, that people are signing up for this crap, and they have no idea what they're signing up for. What are the uh, side effects of testosterone? A biological woman taking a lot of testosterone. I would imagine maybe aggression is one of the uh, side effects. Just maybe. If you're taking drugs to grow hair on your chest, maybe other things are going to start happening. Has that been evaluated? Is that? <laughs> uh, do we know the full scale, the full scope of all that stuff? I don't think so. You know, Christine uh, happens to be trans. One of my favorite callers, oh, by the way, she's from Middletown, Connecticut. We're going to check in with her later. She might be on the Newsmax show tonight. She became a she uh, later in life uh, after the age of 50, after the age of 50. And, and she is so aware of the dangers of this being thrust upon children. People have no idea what they're getting into. You know, she studied this stuff for a dec for decades. Caitlyn Jenner, uh, <laughs> decades went by. And oh, by the way, Caitlyn, it's kind of cool about Caitlyn, likes to talk about a lot of other stuff other than gender. You know what I mean? Cause life is more than what is in between your legs. But not anymore, not in this crazy, woke uh, world we live in. Um, what are the side effects of those hormone blockers or uh, artificial testosterone? I mean, you take any drug 
I hear about a million different side effects. Any drug, they, they, they put it right on the bottle sometimes. They say suicidal, in, uh, suicidal ideations, homicidal ideations may result from taking this pill. You know that guy at the end who speaks really, really fast during the commercials? I also want to know about video games, to be honest. Video games, I know, that sounds so pat, like we don't talk about that anymore. It was a, it was a thing in the 90s. What was that game that they came out with, um, had to do with uh, uh, Grand Theft Auto? Grand Theft Auto was the real game changer as far as video games, right? Everything. When I was a kid, um, what do we have? I actually remember when Space Invaders was really cool, right? They were aliens coming from another um, galaxy, I suppose, and uh, they were trying to get our little uh, cannon at the bottom. Then Asteroids was really cutting edge. And what do we do there? We blew big rocks into small rocks and then smaller rocks and then no rocks, right? And that annoying UFO would come by every now and then. Uh, what else did we have back then? Pac-Man. And going to playing video games was social. It was social. You actually you had to go to the arcade with quarters and you saw other people. Now you can hole up in your basement, stay there forever, and... Um, and play these games where you're killing people, all right? You're, you're killing people. I've seen, I've seen them. You've seen them. What's the one called? Call of Duty? Call to the Wild? I don't know, but it's blood and guts. I have a... <laughs> I downloaded a shooting game on my iPad. I couldn't believe what the hell was going down there, all right? And I got into it, oh, by the way. I was shooting people left and right, you know? And then they have it so that they're... Br- it's very gory, all right? Let me put it that. It's just very, very gory. Uh, this person on their one of their social media profiles, or actually, I think this was in the school they attended, some college. Audrey Hale, 28 years old, was something of a graphic artist and said that um, she liked video games. Binging out on video games. Well, that's a problem. Being transgender, that is a, uh, it's a red flag. It's a mental illness. Uh, binging out on video games. Now, I'm not saying you call the police. All right, when somebody binges out on video games, but as a society, we're going in the wrong direction. You could get guns in the 1970s and the 1980s. We didn't have mass school shootings back then, did we? No, we didn't. We didn't. We also weren't hooking everybody on this drug, that drug, the other drug. We also weren't smoking pot like the the, the, the potent pot we have now. We weren't smoking that like nuts. So many things have changed, and this transgender thing, and also... <laughs> Faith, you saw that poll in the Wall Street Journal? We went through it yesterday. In the late 1990s, 80% of America thought faith, having faith, believing in God was important. That number is now 39%. Now, that is, that's a country in total and complete freefall. We are in huge, huge trouble. And they won't even acknowledge the facts. If they won't talk about that, this shooter uh, suffered from mental illness, gender dysphoria, was transgender, was a biological woman who wanted to be a man, dressed like a man, tried to act like a man, took drugs to look like a man. They're not going to acknowledge that. What else are they not telling us, huh? What else will they not talk about? You think if they won't talk about this and it's staring in our face, we just heard it from the, the head cop in Nashville? You think they're going to come clean when it comes to the election? <laughs> <laughs> They can't be trusted at all. And not only that, worse than not, you know, we can't believe them. They're actively working against us. They are against the welfare of the country. How can you keep those kinds of facts away from us? 
Pretty wild. Oh, and Joe Biden made an absolute mockery of himself. I mean, it was just a... So he comes out. In moments like this, a president, you want to hear from the president. And everybody, all the networks yesterday tuned in about 3 o'clock. It was just out during the show. He was going to say something about the shooting. And you know what instead? You know what he did instead? His little silly comedy routine that really works in Dover, Delaware, at the Kiwanis Club or whoever the hell he's trying to get a cheap laugh out of. And instead of uh, being the consoler in chief, he lets these rip. Cut 25. Thank you. My name is Joe Biden. I'm Dr. Joe Biden's husband. Yeah, cute, 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 cute. Not cute. Hey, by the way, let's see here. Is the National Police Department updating yet? All right. Be interesting to see how many networks actually carry this live because there's a chance that the chief is going to talk about the shooter and the shooter being transgender. Ooh, we can't have that. You don't want that will upset the narrative, won't it? that LGBTQ are somehow uh, morally superior and better than others. Heterosexual people, right? That's somehow, that's a negative these days. Cisgender is about the worst thing you can be. All right, Joe, come on. We need the truth. Cut 26. And I ate Jenny's ice cream, chocolate chip. I came down because I heard there was chocolate chip ice cream. By the way, I have a whole refrigerator full upstairs. You think I'm kidding? I'm not. And they say Donald Trump wasn't presidential. What the hell are they talking about? This is the stuff that he was saying while the whole country was waiting for words from the president. Let me show you how it's done. All right. Well, let's President Trump show everybody how it's done in the wake of a horrible school shooting. This was in Parkland. Listen to the very first words out of the president's mouth as he gets to the podium. You heard what Joe Biden just did. Listen to what Donald Trump said. Cut 29. My fellow Americans, today I speak to a nation in grief. Yesterday, a school filled with innocent children and caring teachers became the scene of terrible violence, hatred, and evil. Think about it. Who's the real president, huh? Who's the most presidential? Unbelievable, huh? Remember this moment. Be right back. Greg Kelly Kelly. on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Uh, I want to go right to Nashville. The police chief is talking. Go ahead. The police chief in Nashville. Turn it, turn it on, please. He's, uh, all right, you, you don't have anything. All right, I'm, watch, I'm watching it on every single channel right now, and we don't have it. Actually, here, I'm going to play for you right here. Uh, the you do locations, it off my- but as far as it being an actual target, uh, I can't confirm that at this time. Chief, can we talk about your body cam footage? Do you feel like your officers did everything right? Sorry. Chief, why was CNN just about the six victims who were killed? Where exactly were they? Were they walking through the hallways when this happened? And I also heard peripherally that perhaps the head of the school may have ran towards the 
Um, you ready to put it up on TV? All right, go for it. I can't confirm that one way or the other. I do know she was in the hallway by herself. Uh, there was a confrontation, I'm sure. Uh, you can tell the way she was laying in the hallway. Uh, there was the custodian, the African-American, as she shot through uh, the door to enter. Uh, she sprayed rounds through the glass, uh, striking him. You could see uh, where, where he came to rest. As far as the others, they were just spread out in different locations. I, I can't say it was a confrontation, but they were met. She met the... All right, so do me a favor. Get the Don Lemon stuff ready, okay? Is there any law in this state that would have allowed police to take those guns away from this person had it been reported? If it had been reported, there's not a law for that, but had it been reported that she was suicidal or that she was going to kill someone and had been made known to us, then we would have tried to uh, to get those weapons. But as it stands, we had absolutely uh, no idea uh, actually who this person was, if she even existed. So. Chief, can you talk a little bit about the time... So we know uh, yesterday the uh, uh, Miss Hill was leaving out of the uh, residence. Uh, she had a red bag. Uh, they asked her uh, what was in the red bag, and I think she just dismissed it because it was a, a motherly thing and uh, didn't look in the bag because at the time she didn't know that uh, her daughter had any weapons and didn't think any uh, differently. Um, again, they lost a child, uh, so it's very... Uh, traumatic uh, for them. No one's even asking about the transgender issue, which is an issue. I'll keep an eye on this. I'll be right back. With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYPD. Greg Kelly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. The compliant media trained very, very well, and it looks like they got to law enforcement as well. Uh, The trans community, very, very active, very, very powerful. And by trans community, you know, scratch that. I'm just talking about the uh, however many there there are, um, the crazy, hardline, uh, fanatical, uh, trans individuals who are uh, forcing this stuff down our throats and down the throats of children. And right now, they don't want anybody talking that a transgender individual just opened fire on children. And we have seen this now, I would say, a half dozen times over the past two years. This is the leading group right now of mass shooters in terms of schools, hey, you want to talk about mass shootings, look at Chicago every day, all right? It happens. <laughs> but this kind of thing where a a facility full of innocent people and somebody goes in on a murderous uh, rampage, um, I think right now transgenders just might be the uh, the leading the leading cause of uh, of child death by handgun. I went through it last night. I'll do it again tonight. How about that? Now, the chief just took it's all it's all logistics now. 
He's not talking. This is what he said yesterday. Again, this is what he said. This was their theory. They're working on this theory. Aren't these reporters at all curious? Don't they want an update on this? Cut 22. This is the Nashville police chief yesterday. And he's all, he, all he's doing today is talking about uh, logistics, essentially. Cut 22. Is there any reason to believe that how she identifies is has any motive for targeting the school? I, we can give you that at a later time. There is uh, some theory to that. We're investigating all the leads, and once we know exactly, we'll let you know. We can give you that at a later time. Well, it's a later time. It's the next day. We want to know. I'm not, not angry at the chief. Uh, maybe his boss, the mayor, who I see is everywhere. He's on all the TV shows. And what the hell does he know about this? Nothing. Nothing. He lives in Nashville. So do uh, 900,000 other people. You know what he's doing? He's just repeating uh, Democrat talking points. Like the ones Joe Biden ultimately got around to after he was done kidding and flirting with the audience. That took a long time, actually. I played a bunch of clips earlier of Joe talking about uh, Jill Biden, what a, uh, what a hottie she is, and uh, how much he loves ice cream. He wasn't done. It kept going. All the networks were waiting for him to say something about this because we were told by the White House that the president would address the tragedy in Nashville. Instead, he was flirting with uh, boys, girls, you name it. Cut 27, please. Cut 27. It's a delight to have you all here. And who are those good-looking kids back there? They're your kids, all four of them? Well, stand up, guys. Well, I want you to know, like you, I had two brothers, three, three in our family, three brothers, and one sister. Shut up, My you silly brothers. fool. <laughs> Talks about his sister, Valerie. And he inadvertently reveals the corrupt arrangement that they had, that Valerie would run all of Joe's campaigns. His sister ran all of his campaigns. His sister ran his campaign for the Senate, the re-election for the Senate, the 17 re-election fights. Um, and, and she pocketed a lot of money. Joe really didn't face any serious opposition in those races. She even ra- uh, led his 2008 presidential campaign, Valerie Biden. It's a money, it's a money scheme. All right. So after all that crap, he was ready to talk about what everybody was waiting for. Maybe he should just should have skipped it all together because this is arguably even worse. Cut 28. I just want to speak very briefly about the school shooting in Nashville, Tennessee. <clears throat> you know, uh, Ben and I have been doing this our whole careers, it seems. And uh, Stop. What does that even mean? He is, you just said you're going to address the, tra- who the hell has been? The whole country is watching. You're talking about how long again you guys have been around. Oh, give me a, keep going. It's just, uh, it's sick. You know, we're still gathering the facts of what happened and why. We have to do more to protect our schools so they aren't turned into prisons. You know, uh, the shooter in this situation reportedly had two assault weapons and a pistol, two ak forty seven. Stop. AK-47. Now, I've seen the rifle. It's not an AK-47. There's a little fake news from the president right there. It's not an AK-47. Keep going. I call on Congress again to pass my assault weapons ban, but I just wanted to send my uh, 
concern and hearts out to so many parents out there. You Stop. Know, just like- uh, number one, assault weapons ban. Really? He's totally misrepresented that uh, bill. Oh, by the way, this was not, technically speaking, the weapon involved, an assault weapon. Semi-automatic weapon. There's a difference. He doesn't need, I'd love to hear Joe explain that. He does not know the difference. Oh, by the way, semi-automatic. For a bullet to uh, be fired, you have to pull the trigger each time. The assault weapon thing that he's talking about is like the classic machine gun. Very few people have them anymore. That's why we get really upset, because he does not know what he's talking about. And did did you hear? He didn't say prayers. He says, my hearts and concerns. My hearts and concerns go out to, uh, I mean, this is more than embarrassing. See, almost done. Keep going. When in the military, my son was in Iraq for a year, other places, you, there's so many members of the military coming back with post-traumatic stress. What in the hell does that have to do with anything? Your son, Bo, who died, I think, in 2015, uh... And Bo is a hell of a guy. He just seemed like he had, but he died of brain cancer in America. Joe has many times tried to say that he died in battle in Iraq. That's not true. What does PTSD have to do with anything here? Is anybody saying that the the shooter, the transgender individual, Audrey Hale? I don't think she was in Iraq. I would have known that by now, right? Wasn't in Iraq. So I showed you how Trump did it. This is... You saw you you heard earlier how a president does these moments when there's a horrible horrible event and there's that one opportunity to lead to lead to lead and I want to remind you what did Joe Biden say what did Joe Biden do we're all watching cut 26 please cut 26 and I ate Jenny's ice cream chocolate chip <laughs> I came down because I heard there was chocolate chip ice cream by the way, I have a whole refrigerator full upstairs. You think I'm kidding? I'm not. Well, that's a pretty pathetic thing that he has a, a, a whole refrigerator full. Oh, gosh. By the way, it's no big deal. If you want ice cream in America, you can get it, at least for now. So that's kind of stuff. But here's what, you know, you may have had your beef. I have my beefs with Bill Clinton. But in the aftermath of Columbine, the man was a president. Cut 30. I want to begin by saying that... Hillary and I are profoundly shocked and saddened by the tragedy today in Littleton, where two students opened fire on their classmates before apparently turning their guns on themselves. See how it's done, Joe? You with your jokes, you with your uh, your nonsense. Uh, we are living in a very strange place. Now we can't even talk about autism, apparently, uh, fully and clearly. and uh, Because everybody says, everybody seems to know that this individual, the shooter, was autistic. Could it have been uh, a factor here? Maybe. I, people can have totally happy, healthy lives who are autistic. It, it happens, but doesn't mean... It's part of the story we want to know. Aren't they all about the facts? So one guy asked about that, and... Uh, uh, did not know. Talked to the parents, has, knew everything, but would not say anything about autism. And then they wrapped that press conference up. Last question. Last question. Don't ask about gender. Don't ask about health. Don't ask about autism. Don't ask about mental health. 
Just talk about how we need to ban guns. No more guns. See what they do? That is, uh, makes me wonder about how far the left would go. How far will they go for power? Debbie is standing by in Staten Island. Hello. Yes. So I was listening yesterday um, to the NVIDIA show, and you had this woman on, Janine. Yeah. And, I mean, I I was so enraged because she wouldn't give up the name of her school. That's the problem. I feel like parents get too friendly with the principals and the PTA, and they won't. And they won't let other parents know what's happening at these schools so they can make informed decisions. It's very frustrating as a parent myself and a person who's fought the PTA and principals and schools and public school. And thankfully, I took my kids out of public school. Um, But it's very disheartening as a mother. They're supposed to be helping each other. I don't know. And she takes them out of the school and puts them someplace else. I felt you did a really good job in trying to get it out of her. But I really do feel like the parents who refuse to um, expose, I guess, it's, it's crazy. Because I don't know if you remember, it was the standing for the pledge. And if you, if you felt threatened by it, you didn't have to stand for the pledge. Yeah. Hey, and by the way, uh, no, I appreciate that. I remember the call vividly. And I, was, I, I, I wanted to be nice and respectful at the same time. You know, hey, and I did think about this afterwards. Um, in America, you are free to sit down for the Pledge of Allegiance. But apparently, according to Janine, like they were really encouraging that option. You don't have to stand. I mean, if somebody wants to sit, they can sit. Um, but the default should be not that. The default should be, say, the Pledge of Allegiance. It should be encouraged, not actively, oh, this is. But, you know, Debbie, thank you, because we all there were there are going to be opportunities for each and every one of us, no matter what we do, to stand up for what is right. And I don't want to, you know, I'm not saying you should be the obnoxious guy who's always causing trouble here, there, and everywhere. But we have to stand up for what is right. And uh, too many of us, we become a conformist society and a go-along, get-along society. You know one phrase that I hate? Choose your battles. you got to choose your battles, right? Oh, is this worth, you know, is this worth pushing back on? Maybe it's not. Maybe it's going to hurt me. Maybe it's going to hurt me politically. Maybe I should just smile and and grin and bear it and put up with it because I don't want to make waves. And there is a time and a place for that. Some of that is necessary. You can't just, hey, I feel a certain way. Listen up, everybody. Sit down. You can't do that. But you got to keep that muscle exercise. You got you to be able to flex it from time to time. Because if it's not flexed, if it's not exercised in the moment of truth, when we need it, we won't have it. You got to practice. I'm serious. You got to practice with this stuff. I like to point to the example of the Iraq war, which has been on my mind a lot lately. 20 years ago, right now, I was in Iraq like some schmuck thinking that there are weapons of mass destruction in Iraq, and there weren't. Risking my life, all that stuff, and so many people lost their lives, American and Iraqi. And the big reason why? People weren't standing up in meetings and saying, BS, this is not true. They were thinking about their careers. They were thinking about, I don't want to piss off Dick Cheney. The boss wants to hear something, so tell the boss what he wants to hear. That's a real thing in America, and it's getting worse as we are all smoking dope, watching Netflix, sitting on our phones, watching TikTok. Conform, conform, conform. So, in our own, when we get the opportunity, and I, you 
got to be respectful. I'm not saying this is an, a, a license to be obnoxious, but we gotta we gotta be ready. We gotta be ready, and you don't. You're not going to be ready if you just sit on your ass and listen and obey every single thing. Fair enough, Debbie. I agree, and I really appreciate you taking my call, and I really appreciate your service. And I do agree, and I was that parent that would walk into PTA rooms and sit by myself because people would be like, oh, God, she's crazy mother's here, and walk on the other side. You have to take a stand, and these are children. And Matthew 18, verse 6, it says, read that, everybody. I encourage you to read it because that's what we should be living by. And thank you again. Is that the one with the millstone? Yes. Yeah. Don't mess with the kids. And oh, by the way, you know, the Bible, some people say, you know, the, the Bible says you're supposed to obey the government. Yes, it does. Except when the government tells us to do things that are ungodly or that violate God's law. Then we have an obligation, according to the Bible, to not accept it. Debbie, I so appreciate your call. Thank you so much. And give me a moment. I'll be right back. Greg Kelly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Have you ever heard about Gays Against Groomers? Great, great organization. You know. The LGBTQ community, they like to pretend that anybody who's LGBTQ (laughs) votes Democrat, thinks a certain way, and uh, believes that children should be exposed. No, it's not true. People are individuals, all right? And um, you can can pretend, but actually it's worse than pretend. It's a lie. It's a lie. There are so many good people who happen to be L, B, G, or even T, and... um, I appreciate Gays Against Groomers, and I also really appreciate Christine. She's back with us from Connecticut. She's up there in uh, Middletown, an activist. She doesn't like this stuff uh, forced down the throats of children. Christine, what are your thoughts in the aftermath of uh, Tennessee here? Well, let me um, talk about the elephant in the room since the mainstream media ignores this. There's uh, seems like the, me- the medical professionals and the left they minimize the mental health aspect of the gender diagnose, gender dysphoria diagnosis. Uh, I'm one of the 40% of trans people who attempted suicide. We need to recognize mental health is a big part of it and get going on this right away. I don't think this um, kids that are gender confused because of social emotional learning being brought into the schools, they're not getting their mental proper mental health treatment. They're being rammed through an assembly line system onto these life-altering medications, and they're unstable. They're also indoctrinated to hate Christians and hate the GLP, and that's one of the big reasons what happened yesterday. So uh, do me a favor. Tell us a little bit about, you you mentioned the assembly line, and, you know, yeah, put them on these life-altering drugs. What are some of the... Uh, side effects, say for testosterone and the other things I guess you have to take if you are transitioning from female to male, as the shooter in this case was apparently doing? Well, any um, changing your main hormonal structure is going to um, definitely cause the cause imbalances with you. Well, testosterone is going to make you more aggressive. And for female to male, it's going to deep in their voice. They're going to have facial hair. They might go bald and their, their hairline's going to recede. And the aggression part, do they, do they warn them about that? Do they warn you about that? Hey, we're going to give you... No. You know, testosterone is one thing if you want to keep your uh, libido going. I would imagine that's a different version than what they're giving uh, the, the women who want to become men. We, 
we weren't told of what divine therapists ever told me what we're going to expect. We were never told about some of the hidden side effects, which I found out was possibly it was facing a cancer threat, or I'm going to urinate more from the testosterone blocker, which is called spironolactone. We're not told that once you transition, you're going to be a second-class citizen in life. And we weren't told that when you transition, you only live as your true self. You don't. You cannot change your biological sex. But we live as our true self. Well, Christine, you have a very interesting perspective on all this. You uh, you made the transition yourself at the age of uh, in your fifties, and that's um, in America. It's a free country, and you did it. They didn't inform you of the risks, though. And that doesn't sound no, fair. I didn't know there was a cancer risk. I didn't know there was potential cancer wait, awaiting me. And you and you actually came came down with that, right? My blood levels came down. I'm good for now. But since I'm going to be on hormone replacement therapy till the day I die, it's something I always have to have monitored. So that's not out of the woods for my life, but for the time being. Christine, you're amazing, and I know you've been speaking the truth uh, for a long time and, um, and and incurring some risk. You're an inspiration, all right? We may not agree on everything, but uh, you, and I'll see you tonight on Newsmax. I thank you for that. Thanks, Greg. All right, you bet, you bet. And actually, let's just check in real quick with David in California. David, hello. You know, as you were playing the clip from the cop at the press conference, he kept referring to the shooter as she, she, she. Yeah, I know, I, I know, I know, David. I'm going to, I, I know. I know he was doing that. Why are we giving into this woke nonsense? Yeah, I wouldn't. No, 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 no. I wouldn't actually believe it or not. Give me. Your, <laughs> you know what they were saying? Actually, Did you, you play their game. It's a slippery slope. So they're the the transgender community is upset that I think you got it backwards. She is a she. That person was a biological female trying to transition to male. Now, you're saying, David, that the chief should have been saying he? Oh, I'm sorry, Greg. I thought that it was the other way around. So you're saying it was, a, <laughs> a, a, it was a natural born female? Yeah, yeah. Was... Yep. Oh. All right. All right. You good. sound so much more pleasant now. Oh, I'm glad you had me call in, Greg. Thanks <laughs> for clarifying. Yeah, no, David, thank you very much. They were giving him a hard time. Oh, he's not being politically correct. No, he's actually being politically incorrect. And also just using his common sense. So uh, thank you, David. And thank you to the chief in Nashville. Uh, More to come. I'll be back soon. Greg Kelly Kelly. on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Yeah, so maybe before uh, we have anybody go undergo therapy and gender replacement uh, treatment, there should be a big label on the side of the bottle and on the side of the uh, the box, the kit for sex change operations. Um, undergoing this procedure may result in homicidal rages and school shootings. Um, it's actually happening. It's a thing. And if I just if that was an overstatement, well, forgive me. But the left, they're not even allowing the conversation, period. When you don't allow it, you know what? The problem could be possibly exaggerated. Right. Overblown. Let's get our let's get our hands around this. And we're not going to do that by pretending it did not happen by pretending the school shooter, Audrey Hale, was not a person suffering from gender dysphoria. Transgenderism is a 
is a is a disorder. You can look it up, the American Psychiatric Association and all those drugs, like you heard from Christine, what impact could they have had on her? Maybe partially she's a victim here. Who knows? Who knows? Put put it put on some crazy cocktail of drugs that they couldn't uh, that that was not reacting well, right? Isn't that possible? Isn't that damn possible? I think so. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. What a silly country we've become. Very, very afraid. Hey, have you seen the body cam footage yet from the cops in Nashville? Those cops who responded. Um, Now, you got to see it, but listening to it's pretty wild as well. They're like this little SWAT team. They're going through, and there's a big fire alarm going off in the background, and they're clearing uh, classrooms. Let's hear a little bit of that, please. Go ahead. Shots fired. Shots fired. Shots fired. Move. Right, right, right. Push it, LPVO. Push it, LPVO. Go right. Move, move! Watch out, watch out. Move. Stop moving! Stop moving! Watch left, watch left. Suspect down, suspect down. Hey, hold the air. Wow. Is that wild or what? I mean... Man, we don't want anybody, but damn, that was uh, that was cool. I'm sorry, it was cool. The, the listening to those cops, the professionalism, the the controlled aggression, the bravery. Wow. Of course, this was an overwhelming tragedy. Six people were killed. Six people. How many more would have been killed if those cops didn't respond the way they did? Because you heard shots fired, shots fired. Those shots were coming from the shooter, Audrey Hale. And now I'm hearing this. Now I'm hearing this. Not only was she trans, a trans activist, a trans activist. Death? Wait a second. Radical trans activist advocate. Okay, no. I'd like to know more about what she was, uh, or he, she, she, she. The New York Times is apologizing, bending over backwards, because they're not calling her a he. Can you believe that? <laughs> uh, they're going to call it a call, call, call her a he, and then they're going to move on. They don't want to talk about this story. They do not want anybody talking about this story. It blows, uh, raises all kinds of uncomfortable questions for them. Hey, Donald Trump was on Hannity last night. I did not see it, but I'm anxious to uh, go through it. Are you ready? Uh, Trump with Hannity. Who? Oh, oh, by the way. Was talking about me at the rally on Saturday. Did you see that? Did you see it, everybody? It was kind of cool, right? You ready? Do we have it ready? All right, go ahead. No, Greg Kelly. Trump on Greg Kelly. 
the thing that you just gave me the thumbs up for. Never mind. All right, let's do cut 10. Hannity, uh, Donald Trump last night. Cut 10. Trump on Hannity last night. I have plenty of people. The good thing is I have plenty of people with great spirit that do want to represent me. And we have some very, very good people. But think of it. Lawyers, for the first time, I've had lawyers that I've known for a long time calling me. They said, do you think this is changing now where lawyers all of a sudden are being sued for representing? Lawyers have to come and reveal every conversation with the client. I've got that with the boxes hooks. I'll guarantee you Biden doesn't have it. And what he did with classified information, you know, he had stuff classified information when he was a senator. And I've watched senators, I've watched Democrat senators get on television and say, I can't believe that. Are you serious? I don't believe that. I've they known didn't you even for decades. The I, can't, I can't imagine you ever saying, um, bring me some of the boxes that we brought back from the White House. I'd like to look at them. Did you ever do that? I would have the right to do that. There's nothing wrong with but it. But I know you. I don't think you would do well, it. I, I don't have a lot of time, but I would have the right to do that. Right. I would do that. Uh, the boxes hoax. I never heard of him talk about it like that. The boxes hoax. All those classified documents. Yeah, I like that. A hoax. All right, let's see here. Uh, let's go down to uh, cut 12. Cut 12. I wouldn't have supported the bailout. Uh, the bank would have to get along by itself, and maybe they could have. What happened with the bank is interest rates went too high. And, you know, I had my own situation with Powell, and I beat the hell out of him. I was not a big fan of Powell. I was rec- he was recommended by some people. I didn't like him. Uh, he's uh, too interest rate happy. What you do is you get the oil prices down. That's bigger than interest rates. The only thing. And what happened is we took an oil and now we take an interest rates. Those banks failed because the interest rates were too high. They stupidly bought long-term treasuries. Ten-year treasuries. Well, they bought long-term, longer than that even. Mm. And they bought long-term and those treasuries got crushed because Powell keeps raising interest rates. But that's up to Biden. He's going to have to worry about that himself. You know, in theory. How would you fix it? Uh... Well, I would have done a big number on Powell like it did. I did. I did a very big number. In fact, uh, he wasn't budging. He wouldn't have given he up eventually, energy. He eventually cut him so much that it almost caused a problem. People said, how come he's cutting me up? Cut him almost a point yeah. immediately because he thought I was going to fire him, okay, which some people said I had the right to do. Other people said, you know, you know when you put them there. Rightfully, they have to have some protection, et cetera, et cetera, from a president. But how much of this? But I thought he was hurting the economy. Stop. Isn't that amazing? You know, he he knows it. He knows knows the ins and outs. You know, uh, you have to have some protection. You know, you have to have some protection from a president. He's highly skilled, this President Trump. Very, very. And, you know, always a dictator. Always a dictator. Or want to be authoritarian. Remember when he used to talk about, you know, we're going to sue in federal court and we're going to lose at the district level, but then we'll try again and we'll win in the appellate level. Uh, however, it will be kicked back and then we'll have to go to the Supreme Court and then maybe we'll win there. Maybe we won't. That's not how authoritarians talk. That's how constitutionalists talk. All right. That's how somebody who understands that we are a country of laws and you got to work your way through the system uh, as opposed to. Some of those thugs, not all, but some of those thugs in the federal government, especially, especially the FBI. Oh, boy. Oh, boy, do we have a problem. Let's see. What else? Oh, how about this guy? This is coming to America, folks. In fact, it's already here. But we go to Scotland. Have you ever been to Scotland? I have not been to Scotland. I've been to England. I've never been to Scotland. Anyway, um, this is Hamza Youssef, and he is the new prime minister of Scotland. He's on the verge of getting the job. 
and I think they call him the chief minister, not the prime minister, whatever. He's 37 years old, and he's on the verge of becoming the leader of Scotland. I read it in the Washington Post. But three years ago, as a member of parliament, he got up there with a hate-filled racist tirade that should have ended his career. Why didn't it? Listen to the racial group he decided to pick on. That's why he's still in power. Cut 41. The most senior positions in Scotland are filled almost exclusively by those who are white. Take my portfolio alone. The Lord President, white. The Lord Justice Clark, white. Every High Court judge, white. The Lord Advocate, white. The Solicitor General, white. The Chief Constable, white. Every Deputy Chief Constable, white. Every Assistant Chief Constable, white. The Head of the Law Society, white. The Head of the Faculty of Advocates, white. Every Prison Governor, white. And not just justice. The Chief Medical Officer, white. The Chief Nursing Officer, white. The Chief Veterinary Officer, white. The Chief Social Work Advisor, white. Almost every trade union in this country headed by people who are white. In the Scottish Government, every Director General is white. Every chair of every public body is white. (laughs) Well, excuse me for living. Who used to say that, right? Sorry, Scotland, I think, is majority white. What are you going to do? They live there. You got a problem with that, huh? You got a problem with their white skin. Man, old, uh, what's his name again? Hamza, Hamza Youssef would really hate working here where I'm sitting right now. My engineer is white. My executive producer is white. The evening... Anchor is white. The IT guy. Well, wait a second. He's black. Uh, all right. Uh, let's see. Uh, we've got plenty of diversity here, come to think of it. Yeah. So he wouldn't. He couldn't be that outraged. Although you people right there, you and you, you're both white. It's a big <laughs> Just. It's the one group you're allowed to be racist against. It's the one group you're allowed to be. And so many white people are pleading guilty to the racism. Why? Because it's a way to enhance their status and prestige and power. Listen to this. It's a bunch of white people kissing the feet of black people. No kidding. This happened in uh, California, and it's becoming more and more of a thing. You won't be able to see it, but trust me, uh, they're kissing the shoes of black people. It's all arranged. The black people are, you know, have the the white people come up to kiss and, and say they're sorry. Cut 42. There you go. Mr. White Man, get these white women to get these white people in hand, man. Keep on coming. Keep on coming. Keep on coming, Mr. White Man. Keep on going. Keep on going, man. Most high Christ, man. All right. See that? Hmm. Better be very careful what you say these days, huh? Eh, you don't have to be that careful. You don't let all that. Let's just lighten up a little bit, huh? Let's lighten up. I wish they would lighten up on Barbie Bassett, the former news anchor. At WKVT, is it, in Mississippi? Boy, they just had a storm ravage the state, and they're worried that uh, Barbie Bassett quoted Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg, you know that pothead freak who hangs out on every TV show imaginable? They give him this deal, they give him that deal. He's got a show with Martha Stewart. He's got a... Uh, everywhere. He's, he's the king. He's the prince of all media. Hey, I hear he's a smart guy. He is a pothead. He was involved in a very violent crime as a younger man. Hey, that's great. People can overcome that. I just don't think he's a good role model. And uh, I once had to break down his lyrics after the Super Bowl show from two Super Bowls ago. He was the halftime show with Dr. Dre. It was a disgrace. First, we all saw him smoking up in, in, in before the performance. And then 
the whole performance is glorifying um, violence in the hood, gang violence in the hood. Anyway, he has some stupid song with a phrase that I've heard a million times. I never thought to ask what the hell it means. I've never said it. I didn't want to say it. I noticed some people were saying it because they wanted, they thought it made them cool. And now I don't want to say it because it could possibly get me in big trouble. So I'll just say this. It rhymes with drizzle. All right? Drizzle my drizzle. But it's not quite that. So they talk about Snoop Dogg for some stupid reason, as you do in morning shows, right? These things come up and you got to kill time. I've been there. Cut 44, please. Cut 44. I think that'd be pretty cool. Before we know it, she'd have a Snoop Dogg tattoo on her shoulder. A shizzle. <laughs> I'm telling you. Julie, what do you think about that? Huh. Huh, she says. <laughs> hey, can we do the version that we had yesterday? All right, because you can hear it a little bit better. It's like drizzle my drizzle. And you, we take out the the part that I guess would get us sued. Not that not that Snoop Dogg. I'll say this about Snoop Dogg. He seems pretty laid back about stuff. Um, wow. Barbie Bassett, goodbye because you, uh, well, you're a white person and you can't use those phrases. It's cultural appropriation. Uh, you are a white woman, therefore there are special rules, far more restrictive for you, all right? Don't get out of line, Karen, and make sure you vote Democrat, Karen. Don't vote for Trump, or we'll keep calling you Karen, Karen. This is a thing. This is a plot. This is a plot against society. And unfortunately, you know who's being victimized more than anybody? White women. Be right back. Greg Kelly, entertaining and informative on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Talking about the, the district attorney, he's a Soros-backed animal, yeah. right? And so that's a classic anti-Semitism racist trope. He embraced an anti-Semitic trope while calling Bragg an animal. Is really a dog whistle against African-American, against black people, against people of color. He called Alvin Bragg uh, a Soros-backed animal. Yeah, he's turning to his old tricks here of, you know, um, being racist or racist adjacent yeah. using that type of language. What the hell is racist adjacent racist adjacent? Uh, you cannot you cannot criticize Alvin Bragg, even if he's trying to turn your life upside down and throw you in jail. You can't criticize Alan Bragg for valid reasons. Right. I mean, he is Soros backed. Soros gave him $500,000 to get him elected a district attorney of this county, the most prestigious county in America, I might add. Some might differ, but, you know, New York, it's a big deal. With 82,000 votes? Okay, whatever. Just 82,000 votes made that bum uh, district attorney. Um, Soros back, no problem. Animal! Well, I don't have a beef with that word. Animal. Well, number one, he thinks he's... uh, yeah, I think he thinks he's top dog because he doesn't have to follow the law. He's um, the legislature, the judiciary, and the executive branch all wrapped into one guy, huh? I'd say that's a little animalistic. And oh, by the way, lighten up. People call each other animals all the time. I'm about to play a little montage. This is everything from Friends to the Sopranos. People calling each other. Oh, white people, by the way. Oh, by the way, calling each other animal. Ready for this? Go. Cut 37. 37. You're an animal. You're being an animal. Here, Frank, you're an animal. You, you, you're just an animal, man. All right. That was about five. And uh, the first one was Phoebe from Friends. And the last one was uh, Tony Soprano. 
What's Tony Soprano's name again? What was his name? James Galdafini. Galdafino. Galdafini. Uh, good guy, everybody says. All right, it's time, right? Just about. Okay, I will give you two minutes. All right, two minutes. Be right back. Oh, I thought. Oh, brother. All right, that's okay. That's okay. Um, yeah, Alvin Bragg, he actually uh, did not live up to this oath. Cut 35, please. Cut 35. I, Alvin Leonard Bragg, Jr., swear or affirm, swear or affirm, that I will defend, that I will defend and, support and support the Constitution of the United States. The Constitution of the United States. He did not, and he does not. The Constitution of the United States compels this guy to follow the law, to not suddenly say on his own that resisting arrest is no longer in violation of the law. That attempted assault is no longer uh, in violation of the law. That the subway is suddenly free. He's the Department of Transportation as well. That's un-American. And you know what? That's a little bit animalistic. Yes, it is. Ooh, I got some of my favorites. Barbara, Sandra, and the rest. I'll be right back with you. Greg Kelly. Entertaining and informative. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. Hey, doesn't seem like you see Eric Adams as much as you used to. I'm not complaining. That's fine. But, uh... What, does he have a hangover? I know he likes to party. Uh, let's see here. Ooh, he did make a day trip to Albany. All right, let's see what the what wisdom does Eric Adams have from, from Albany. Let's see. What's he complaining about? What's he doing nothing about other than talking about? Cut 14, please. Cut 14. Criminal justice reform is not just bail. Everyone likes that bumper sticker of bail. We need criminal justice reform. Mm. That's going to include money uh, for <laughs> prosecutors, for defense attorneys. We have to unbottleneck our system. Wow, reform. Just We need money for reform. How imaginative is that? How professional. Money for reform. Thank you, Elwick. Money for reform. Unbottleneck our system. That's all. <laughs> Talk about bumper stickers. Hey, what about the thousands of cops who are leaving? How about the thousands of cops that are leaving the department that you maligned and demonized and lied about your entire career? And now you're surprised they don't want to stick around. They can't affect an arrest without being harassed by your liberal leftist wacko friends and allies, huh? You can put the jacket on. You can show up at the NYPD press conference, but you can't erase the decades of sneakiness. Right? You can't. You can't erase that. You can't erase. I could kick those crackers' ass, man. I was unbelievable. You can't. No, we got that. Got it? So you can uh, just do what you've always done. Show up on the steps of some municipal building and ask for money and call for reform. That's what you got in Eric Adams. That's it. That's all he can do. Zero. Nothing. And, oh, and wear the clothes. Wear the double-breasted vest. I've never seen one in my life. Got to hand it to him. Actually, no, no, I don't. That outfit is garish and goofy. Looks ridiculous. It's nonsense. All right. I just may have to run against this bum after all. All right? Yeah. (sighs) It'd be hard, but it would be one pleasure to eject that guy from city... 
If Eric Adams, if a bum like Eric Adams can do it, right, 82,000 votes, 82,000, he, he crept in under cover of darkness. I got some friends, too. You know what? Some of them happen to be rich, and they're honorable, and they like America, and they like the Constitution, and they prefer law and order to anarchy. Yeah. Maybe I will. Maybe I will. It's getting real. It's starting to feel real. Oh, Barbara. Hello, Barbara in Huntington. How are you? Hi. Hi. I'm fine, Greg, and I hope you are, too. Um, I um, liked, liked the way you used the Thomas Jefferson quote last night on your show. It was so effective. And I, I have another one for you. Um, Thomas Jefferson said, when a man assumes a public trust, he should consider himself a public property. Now, if we look at Biden and what he just did in speaking about this tragedy, instead of addressing the American people with comfort, with courage, and with encouragement and compassion, he babbled about silly stuff about himself. Silly stuff. Then I look at President Trump and what has he said lately? When he was at that rally in Texas, he pointed out that what he is doing is not easy on his family. I'm sure it's not easy on him, but you don't hear him complain hardly ever. Instead, he says, I am your warrior, your justice. I am your retribution. And he sounds very much like our founder, John Adams, who, when Adams accepted to be a Boston delegate to the Continental Congress, he told his wife, I have accepted a seat in the House of Representatives and thereby have consented to my own ruin, to your ruin and the ruin of our children. I give you this warning that you may prepare your mind for your fate. Courage. John Adams had incredible courage, as did his wife, who responded, I am willing in this cause to run all risks with you and be ruined with you if you are ruined. Wait a second. Now, I love Thomas Jefferson. My my goodness gracious. By running for Congress, he thought he was ruining himself. Is that what you said? Because at that time, it was considered treason by the King of England. And Adams believed that his decision to represent Boston in the Continental Congress would cost him everything and his family as well. There is courage. We need courage. Trump has courage. The current president has nothing. Nothing. Wow. You're right, Barbara. So right. And, uh, well, amazing as usual. Oh, by the way, yeah, in addition to the gibberish from yesterday, you heard, you know, this is his favorite ice cream. He's talking about Bo. He's talking Mm -hmm. about Jill. All that stupidity. Mm -hmm. So inappropriate. Mm -hmm. You know, over the weekend, Joe Biden was essentially in hiding once again. He goes off to Wilmington. He takes weekends off. He doesn't work weekends. I remember seeing Trump <laughs> seven days a week. All right. It, very rarely did he did he disappear from the public scene. And um, over the weekend, it was just like he was president all over again. Listen to this. It was at that event where he talked about what was going on in in uh, Mississippi. Cut thirty one, please. Cut thirty one. Before we begin, I also want to express our sadness and send our prayers to everyone in Mississippi and Alabama who has been touched by the devastating tornadoes today. A lot of people were killed. We love you all for seven years. 
it just it's like that's how a president talks and you saw it and you saw him yesterday wait i got to do one more of these things i mean uh let's try uh give me give me the one about the ice cream please if you got it i can't find my sheet you got it about the ice cream no never mind. thank you Well, go to the one about the ice cream. And I ate Jenny's ice cream, chocolate chip. I came down because I heard there was chocolate chip ice cream. By the way, I have a whole refrigerator full upstairs. You think I'm kidding? I'm not. Think about the phrase chocolate chip. I don't think I've ever heard an adult say chocolate chip. And then the last time I said chocolate chip up until this moment, I think was in 1982. Actually, I was 14. No, it must have been earlier. It was like 19 chocolate chip. It's like you just don't talk about like chips ahoy. I don't think people talk about those kinds of things after they reach after they pass puberty. All right, Barbara, you're amazing as usual. Thank you. Everything else good? Everything is fine. And thank you so much. And it just amazes me to hear you talk to us, your listeners, about that we must have courage and we must have strength. We must be ready to stand. We must be ready. Look at what, look at what John Adams risked. Look at what his wife was willing to risk. Look at what Trump is risking. And what are we risking? Are we risking maybe being canceled by somebody who doesn't agree with us? Well, stand up folks, because if we don't risk this and if we don't stand up now, our grandchildren will not have the freedoms that we have. So thank you for encouraging us and lighting a fire under us, Greg. Well, thank you, Barbara. You light a fire under me. And yes, it is up to us, the citizens, the people. It's not up for those uh, those talking heads on television or the, it's the people who must do this. And we must be ready. And you got to You can't stand for injustice. I love it, Barbara. Oh, we got to check in now with Sandra. In New Jersey, hi. Hi, Greg. Hi, Barbara. Um, I wanted to say that the drag queens are taking over the libraries and the schools. And I let me just blow my radio. And I read an article in Newsmax magazine that Kirk Cameron, who was the leader, you know, in the movie. Um, what, Kirk Cameron. He was in that show, Growing Pains. He's a great guy. Happens to be Christian, and he's vocal about it. Uh, what, are they giving him a hard time again? Well, let me tell you, he wrote a beautiful book, a children's book, and it's called As You Grow. It's beautifully illustrated, promoting traditional values like love, faith, and generosity. So he was rejected in more than 50 public libraries so far, claiming that his book is unsuitable based on concerns of diversity. And they said they want mm-hmm. the drag queens. Oh, my so. gosh. No, it's it's unbelievable, Sandra. It's so that Kirk Cameron, I ought to have him on the show one of these days. He's a great guy. And that show, <clears throat> excuse me, Growing Pains was great. Remember, Alan Thicke was his dad and some kid named Boner was his buddy. Remember that? Yeah, it's true. It's true. Sandra, your connection isn't so hot, so I'm going to say goodbye. We'll talk again soon. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, Let's do one more. Uh, Max in Manhattan, yes. Oh, there it is again with the scratching. I can't stand it. What's up with the scratching? Who's our phone company again? Is it it AT&T or... Verizon. It's Verizon, Greg, and you're right. We have every right to do, yeah to talk about this. You know, well, I mean, right. I haven't heard a scratchy line like that since I don't know. I was on a ship. I think I or- was on I was on a ship 
That's what I did. I called it from the ocean, and we had pay phones, no kidding, in the very bottom of the ship. And you had a, it was credit cards, and it sounded like Max does. And Max is in Manhattan. I was in the middle of the ocean, Pacific Ocean specifically. Uh, anyway, Max, what's up? I'm in the middle of a pond, not an ocean. Stop it. Um, no, you're not. I'm not- taking my call. Hello? Yeah. Great. Um, when he, when as far as uh, uh, Trump's uh, comment on Bragg, I think he would have been more more. He would have hit the the nail on the head if he just spoke about Soros and his nefarious history with the Nazis, and then explaining that this is who Bragg is hooked up to. Number two. Uh, no, I think he had ago, to call him an animal to make it a bit more memorable. Right, but in the meantime, he has Don Lemon. Um, ba- who cares back what into- Don Lemon says? Yeah, all the left does. I hope, I mean, no, 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 they don't. No, they don't. I mean, like the left. You think they're suddenly going to change their mind about Trump? They're suddenly well, going to come around I, on Trump? I mean, I, you, what, what's wrong with saying animal? What is what's wrong with animal? I'll tell you. It's much easier. And you see, it's far more effective if you talk about Soros's ties. With no, the it's Nazis. not. Are you kidding me? Soros. Everybody. It goes right over people's head. I'm. I became vaguely aware of who the hell Soros is. I don't know Soros very well. I know animals. I know animals. I know that. All right. That has the punch. Not Soros backed. What do you mean by Soros backed? Well, uh, there's a political action committee called Color Me Change or Change Me Color or whatever the hell it is. And it's known to be affiliated with George Soros, who is a. I mean, it's just like, what? Just call the guy an animal. He is an animal. Who does he think he is? He's, he's going to be suddenly the judiciary, the executive branch. And the, what's the other branch? Legislative branch, all in one? That's not right. That's animalistic. And remember, remember, Max, people call each other animals all the time. Cut 37, please. Cut 37. You're an animal. You're being an animal. Here, Frank, you're an animal. You're just an animal, man. I mean, you saw Animal House as well. I don't think there was one non-Caucasian person in Animal House in that house, they were all Caucasians, and they were all animals. Remember that? Greg, can I add something You're else? not taking me seriously, Max. I have, to, I have to run. I have to run. I don't like that. I don't like that. So uh, you can't, no. Can I say something else? No. You can react to what I said, period. That's the way it works. It's all right? Fair enough? Am I being jerky? Maybe a little bit. All right. <sighs> Take a breath. Hey, is... Joe Biden ever going to be able to get his good friend, President Xi, on the phone from China? Cut 45, please. Cut 45. President has said clearly he believes it's important to keep the lines of communication with China open. He wants to have another conversation with President Xi. We'll move in that direction. But these transits are normal, uh, particularly for this particular president. The no li- date for that call. <laughs> no date for Xi, that call. Yeah. No date for that call. The lines of communication are open, though. What does that mean anymore? What does it mean lines of communication are open? In the olden days, it meant that there was no kidding a wire between here and England. We don't need those things anymore. We have uh, we have cell phones, <laughs> the lines of communication. There is no such thing as the line of communication. What there is such a thing as is President Xi dissing America in front of the world. They are laughing at us. And Joe Biden, I think he's got a guilty conscience and he's worried about President Xi. There's a reason why... Uh, There's a reason why he can't get him on the phone. Cut 34, please. Cut 34. So today, I applaud China for stepping up. Excuse me, I applaud Canada. (laughs) 
I'm, you can tell what I'm thinking <laughs> about China. I won't get into that yet. You hear the laughter? You hear Canada laughing at Joe Biden? Wow. That doesn't feel good, does it? I mean, we didn't vote for him. I want him out. But still, they're laughing at an American, not with him, but at him to his face because he can't keep it together. Be right back. Greg Kelly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. And Joe Biden is trying again to dig himself out of the horrible hole he he dug himself yesterday, get himself out of that hole because uh, those hideous remarks yesterday. And now he's talking about guns. He doesn't know what he's talking about with guns. He has no idea. Now he's talking about military-grade weapons. Just be quiet. He's talking about the muzzle of the weapon, what it does when it hits the body. He's just telling ghost stories once again, trying to scare people and misinforming them, misinforming them every step of the way. Here, Here's an item. And... Uh, I saw Haley Scruggs, I think that's her name, beautiful girl, nine years old, that picture of her with her dad, Pastor Scruggs, what a, oh gosh, heartbreaking, one of the, one of the six, one of the three children killed. Now listen to this, Nashville school shooter Audrey Hale's mom begs for privacy, I think I lost my daughter. The gun control activist mom of Nashville school shooter Audrey Hale begged for privacy after Monday's mass murder, saying, I think I lost my daughter today. It is very, very difficult right now, Norma Hale told ABC News when reached on the phone after her transgender child killed six, including three nine-year-old students. I can't talk to you. The proud Christian mom who is regularly posted on social media about the need to keep guns out of school in anguish over previous massacres did not mention the victims as she asked for privacy during the brief chat. Well, look, I'm not going to start judging her. She's overwhelmed, all right? Her own daughter's gone, dead, killed. This is a... These are horrific circumstances. The reference to her daughter also appeared to be at odds with the mass killer's LinkedIn profile using he, him pronouns and at times using the male name Aiden. Police on Monday said officers were still investigating whether Hale's transgender identity played any part in the motive, which appeared to have been outlined in a manifesto. Uh, but people are still not uh, not going there. Hey, here's Don Lemon at least acknowledging it. Don Lemon of all people. But this is the kind of thing just... This is this is the extent that CNN went on the transgender angle, which, oh, by the way, is the angle. Go ahead. Let's um, talk about um, the thing that everyone is talking about. Everyone is thinking, but they don't want to talk about it, and that is the identity yeah. of the shooter. Okay? Yes. And as a member of the LGBTQ community, I think this is important to bring up, and you as a parent can talk about these issues. All right. Yeah. So and, that's, the, and then it was then it was back to kind of the pablum that CNN often engages in at times like this. Uh, let me try Norman in Brooklyn. Yeah. Hey, Greg. It's uh, um, yeah. This uh, this person was transgender. That means, in my opinion, that's a pathology. So I perhaps that should be an exclusion from buying a firearm. That's in your opinion, of the American Psychiatric Association, that is a mental illness. Yeah, keep going. Okay. Number one. Number two. As a biological male who took a lot of testosterone in the 1980s when I was competing in powerlifting, I can tell you. That drug will make you crazy. That's true. We person- all know Sid Rosenberg, okay? I mean, man, oh, man, oh, man. <laughs> Damn, just kidding, Sid. But you probably should lay off that stuff. Uh, although I will say this. He looks great. He, he, look, he looks great. He's all cut. Uh, all right, Norman. No, it does. Uh, did it make you didn't do anything weird, though, right? 
Eh, no, you don't have to answer well, that not question. Too weird, other than put six hundred fifty pounds on my back and go up and down. I mean, that's pretty weird. Uh, one can think of what? Oh, you mean lifting uh, weights? You mean lifting weights? Hey, Norman, I appreciate it very much. I have to check in with uh, Ellie before I go. Ellie, hi. Hi, Greg. How are you? Good. Um, great. Uh, I was just calling because uh, I found today that the O'Keefe Media Group, who was you know the former James O'Keefe from Project Veritas. Oh, is that is is that what it's called? O'Keefe Media. Yes. Yes, O'Keefe Media Group, which, of course, go figure, James O'Keefe would call it OMG. I just think that's hysterical. (laughs) I don't think he should call it media. (laughs) Nobody likes media. Why is he putting that, right? The media stink. All right, so what else? What is he doing? So, Well, today he's supposed to be dropping a huge expose on on a financial fraud scheme. And this is actually, it's similar to the, the mules who are doing the ballot harvesting, the ballot drops. This is actually financial, uh, financial mules who are giving money, say three or four hundred donations in one day for a certain, a certain candidate. All right, we'll be looking for the O'Keefe uh, Media Group drop. Uh, Ellie, thank you, thank you very much. Hey, I'm sorry to everybody else. I do have to go. The Newsmax show is tonight at ten, and uh, it's quite a program. I encourage you to get Newsmax. You can. Well, hey, we're back on DirecTV. That's great. Check your cable provider. You can go to Newsmax.com. Watch us that way. We're on Apple TV, Roku, all those things, all those places. And my show is a great show. It's on at 10 o'clock tonight. The Newsmax show featuring me, Greg Kelly. It's called Greg Kelly Reports. 10 o'clock p.m. If you like the radio show, the TV show, Wow, wow, wow. Uh, You may not be able to sleep, uh, but I do recommend it. I'll see you later. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.